Are you in the market for yet another podcast? Well, I strongly encourage you to check out Cadillac on Mars, a podcast about really nothing at all because 2020 just sucks and we all need a break from our own minds. Jump into their world for just a little bit. Starring our personal favorite skating school administrator, Chalfie, and Delvin, I'm not clearly on enough podcast cocks, team up once again and bring you a monthly check-in and talk about just whatever they feel like. Oh yeah, Sean is supposed to be there too, but uh, let's be real, probably not. So, if you're looking for a really chill podcast to just hang out with your friends or heck, perhaps meet some new ones, check out Cadillac on Mars, debuting the first week in November. It's like Flux to Pose or PSVG Prime, but you know, less white. everyone kevin again listen it's 2020 nothing on tv can't go out to the movies and i mean if you did there's nothing new being released politics everywhere just covid you know if you want to break from all that stuff where do you go for some decent entertainment that's right twitch and i'm gonna clue you in on a good one head on over to twitch.tv slash gabbing about and check out follow and say hi to our buddy JP. He's a variety streamer covering a little bit of everything. You want to play some Jackbox? Got you covered. Dark Souls? Check. Halo? You know it. He's going to talk about four main things in his community. Games, tech, film, and other. That's right. GTFO. (laughs) It's like PSVG. It's a beacon of safe space for all comers. If you want to chill community and have some fun, this is a safe place to hang out. So head on over, check out twitch.tv slash gabbingabout, and follow him over on Twitter at protofo, that's P-R-O-T-O-F-O-E, and tell him Kevin and the rest of PSVG Prime sent you. What's up, gang? This is Food Network star and culinary master of the Marvel Universe, Justin Warner, and you are listening to the podcast that's everything you ever wanted but never asked for. You know it. PSVG Prime. Now that that's out of the way, and where we dropping, boys? Welcome, one and all, to this week's episode of PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the Place of Video Games Podcast Network and the only video game podcast brought to you by KFC Taco Bell. Because just KFC by itself is not good enough. Add a little Taco Bell. Although, realistically, we've talked about this. We should really be sponsored by McDonald's. It's true. It's true. Lucas is here, folks, in case you didn't know. Hi. Hey. What's up? I don't know, man. It's... uh. It snowed here today. What? Yeah. Like, and all day. Um, Gross. Luckily, it was like 30, like 32 to 34 degrees. So it didn't stick to the concrete. Yeah. But it was that kind that made a slushy mess. And then like all the trees are like covered. Like it looks like Christmas. Like the trees are covered in snow. I'm like, what happened? I was wearing shorts last week. I, I don't know. So it's been That's gross. Horrible. And I mean, it's it's, it's coming good. It's a good thing, COVID, because now we don't have to worry about it ruining Halloween because 
trick or treat in the snow, bro. How does it yeah. work? Well, I mean, here in Michigan, we've had a fairly terrible record when it comes to Halloween and weather. I mean, usually yeah. it's cold and rainy, but yes. snow, yeah, that I'm used worse. to. Yeah, the cold and rain I'm used to. That that that's the same thing over here in New England. We get that a lot too. Um, but yeah, the snow is just like, are, are you kidding? And of course, it's it's really cold now. It's freezing now, so the snow is not going away overnight. So it's not like you're gonna wake up tomorrow. It's gonna be good. But I don't know. Um, no, thank you. Before we get crazy here, uh, we gotta take a quick time out. Thank the awesome people over at Patreon.com/slash PSVG. But especially, you ought to thank them like you should. Absolutely, our highest of high tier. Producers, Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh, the Bonesaw Borboni, Devin Tyus, Chris McElfresh, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calico, Mike Massick, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fahaba, Rob Emanuel, Rude Days 93, Grouchy Surge, and Ben Moxham. Thank you guys so much for your support. And if you want to help support the show, toss a coin to your Witcher, if you will. $3 will get you DLC access. So you get that whole other RSS feed of even more shows. If for some reason you don't get enough of all of us to begin with, but they're all there. So check it out. Patreon.com slash PSVG. And thank you to all who do support us. Um, You may notice too, I want to bring it up now, just in case people are like, what the heck is going on? Uh, Lucas, I I sold some ad space on Mm, our show. Yes. Um, So if you guys hear that, those are, those are some folks who were awesome enough to help support my extra life campaign. So we gave them a little, a little customized ad I made for each of them uh, Two so far. I believe there's a third coming. They haven't reached out to tell me what they exactly they want me to to plug, Uh, but they'll just be running and we'll alternate them at the beginning and ends of the show. So people will, you know, will hear them just encourage you folks to check out what they're pushing. It's two different. uh, Well, it's a podcast and a a Twitch channel. So uh, just check those out. Give them a follow, give them a like, uh, you know, they support an awesome cause and support us. So it's a good thing. And uh, I'm about a week out from Extra Life, Lucas. It's next Saturday starts. Yeah. And you're doing the the whole shebang, right? Josh Borboni and myself are doing the 10 a.m. on Saturday to 10 a.m. on Sunday. I'm hoping I get to uh, pop in on Josh's stream and play a little bit with him when he plays yeah. some those players games. Yeah, he's sticking, um, I, th- I think, pretty much exclusively, uh, except maybe to play a little bit of uh, Ghost of Tsushima on PS4. Uh, he's planning on just doing PC. Uh, I'll be jumping around PC, Xbox and Nintendo Switch. Probably, actually, I'll be I'll be jumping around playing different things there to keep me from falling asleep. But I'll be playing with Josh too, and I'm hoping, knock on wood, uh, that we'll be able to set up another uh, Among Us game during Extra yeah. Life that Saturday night um, to help keep us all engaged. And, and we'll have Dev and, and Garrett and everybody else will be playing at that point too. Um, they're splitting their streams up a little bit, but they'll be on uh, playing at least that, if not more stuff as well. Um, so yeah, it'll be good. And and as of recording this, Lucas. Mm-hmm. I am at one thousand five hundred and fifty dollars raised for extra life. Dang, dude! It's awesome. I'm happy, man. I, my my goal, you know, so last year I did twelve hundred and change. My goal was like, all right, let's try and hit fifteen hundred. Understanding that COVID and this year sucks, and I get it. Not everyone can donate. Completely fine. And I still beat it, and I still have another week to keep pushing away. So we'll you know see. what it was. It was that milkshake that brought all the boys to the yard <laughs> is what it was. Fair enough. Speaking of bringing 
underage children to your yard. Uh, what are your plans for uh, for Halloween? What are you guys doing? Anything? Oh, uh, you know, we we went back and forth so long on this about what we we're going to end up doing. But with the, it seems like the world is going downhill and we're all locking up again. So we figured we'll go to uh, some family who we've we've been close with throughout this mm -hmm. whole thing. So shouldn't be too big of an issue. Um, some other family, the children, the cousins are going to, um, well, technically they're uncle and aunt, but they're really the age that they would be cousins. Um, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so they're going to come on by as well. We'll probably be outside for that show off the costumes and stuff. So mm -hmm. the kids will still be dressed up, do a little bit of fake trick or treating there as well. Yeah. Um, and then come home and just do some Halloween party stuff. Uh, I'm so, we're so awful. So my wife wanted to be cute and be like, Hey, let's carve our pumpkins, you and I together so that we can focus on making them nice and, you know, have a, an, an adult beverage and mm -hmm. have a little bit of us time. Mm -hmm. After the kids go to bed, we'll carve pumpkins on like it was like Friday night for the kids. And then we'll do it just us on Saturday. Well, she wasn't feeling well. She was tired. I wasn't into it. So we just ended up not doing it. That was last weekend. Guess guess what? I still have three pumpkins uncarved still not right and still not carved. So, yeah, that's we're going to try to carve them tomorrow morning. Nah, which nah, the nah. kids just, will be Just make them a pie. Just turn them into a pie or something. I kind of want to hit it with like a sledgehammer or baseball bat or something. Oh, you could do that too. But I mean, you could at least use it to make a pie first and smash the shell or something. Yeah, I could. But then I got to make a pie. And lately, that just seems like a lot of work. Yeah, you haven't been baking lately. Yeah, well, I mean, with the kid at home and that's true. The, the, the little one, the girl, she's moving around a lot more, gets into everything, mm. spills my coffee at least once a week. <laughs> So I'm like, I don't trust myself to be over there uh, in the kitchen where I can't see him. So, yeah, it's a it's kind of a stinker, although the wife has been asking for banana bread. So I might have to mm -hmm. I have to get some of that going. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make some pumpkin bread tomorrow and we'll see. Um, mm. Yeah, for us is we're kind of, we're, we're taking the cautious route as well. Um, we've been cautious and paranoid this entire time so we're just sticking with that theme because our state is just getting worse and worse we're at the point now i think well actually i don't even know it's probably worse now but did we announce another like 500 plus cases in one day well from thursday to today but we're at the point that before this one we were already at one in every 25 people in rhode island have it currently Good so Lord. it's already like okay every classroom has at least one person that has covid like that's how i got i think every time I, you know if i go to target yeah. there's about 100 people or more in there so there's at least four or five people that have COVID. you know probably not healthy but that's what i do um so we're staying home uh we're not trick-or-treat but we told the kids this a long time ago like as right. a star we're like hey we're probably not going out what we're gonna do is we're gonna get you whatever candy you want uh you know keep in mind i have a 13 year old and a 16 year old they they're fine the five-year-old is really the one that's kind of like, oh, so we're trying to do something special. So we're doing trick-or-treating here. Uh, my wife and I will go and hide from room to room, and we'll actually let them knock on the door and trick-or-treat. And we have candy we bought for them. Yeah. But we also have, and this is a credit to my wife, I just help write things and help you know execute them. We are doing a ghost hunt. So what you do with the ghost hunt is you make these little ghosts out of uh, like Kleenex, like a tissue. Mm -hmm. And inside we're... That. Right. And inside where well, you like other people put like uh, Easter eggs in there that would have candy inside. But I was like, well, let's do something different. So to help the five year old also with her math, because it's in kindergarten, we're actually stuffing it with her play money. She doesn't know. Like we took the money out of her play grocery store and we're, we're putting money in there. So the kids will go around the house and have to find the ghost that we hit all throughout the house and they'll accumulate the money. 
Mm-hmm. We're then going to empty out her entire grocery store because she has like a little fake supermarket with the conveyor belt and everything. Yeah. And we're filling it with candy, cookies, and snacks I bought specifically <laughs> for Halloween with prices. Yes. And they're actually going to go and they'll take turns buying items that they want with their money so that they can get what they like and still have a limit make it fair. So that's that's the second activity. Third activity is we have a scavenger hunt where we'll basically have these different clues like, hey, if you're looking to to get a uh, home loan to, to improve your home, go see this guy. <laughs> and the clue is Tom Nook, like my little Tom Nook amiibo. Yeah. We have 50 of those planned. Oh. <laughs> so oh, this mama. is going to take them a while. Yeah. Some of them are hard and some of them are easy. We could try to make it so all three kids would be, have fun and be engaged. But right. I know darn well. Um, there's ones that they're going to need to like Google to understand the reference and try and figure it out. Um, but as they get to the final clue is actually underneath my bed, something about a monster under the bed or something like that underneath my bed is actually like these presents. We bought them and not, not like Christmas presents, but like my oldest kids, they like candles. So I got candles and said that like the, the youngest has some LOL doll, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. they're getting that as well. And then we're just going to order food and, and, you know, watch movies, you know, stuff like that. So we're keeping it chill. Uh, my sister-in-law asked if they could come over and trick or treat at our house too, because they have a one-year-old who is missing out basically on her first Halloween, like that she'd oh, be yeah. understanding of it. It really, it really, it's her second Halloween, but she was a newborn last time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to come out and hang out and have food with us too. Maybe partake in some of the, the fun things at the end, but yeah, that's all we're doing too. just keep it chill. And my kids seem okay with it. Cause they're like, okay, well I still get candy and, you don't need to go through it now. And I know you get stuff. I like <laughs> like no good and plenty is <laughs> coming this way. Cause they don't want those. Exactly. Um, yeah. So it's all good. That's what we're doing. Nice. Um, but video game podcast folks, we got to talk about those every now and then. So let's talk a little bit about what we've been playing. Um, I'll let you go first. Ooh, baby. Mm. All right. Um, so I don't remember. I think I saw this on sale. Because uh, I wish listed it or something, uh, I'm not 100 sure. But uh, on the old PC, I bought the Sonic All Stars Racing Transform. Oh, on PC, okay. Game, yeah. Uh, just because mostly, well, one, it was on sale, but also because with the Steam Link, I can link, I can, oh, right. blast that upstairs, and then we don't have to be down here. So, uh, yeah, my son loves Mario Kart. He really likes playing it, and I thought, well, you know, I know this wasn't exactly, you know, it's the kart genre, but yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be Mario Kart, but with Sonic characters, it uh-huh. might be a little bit different. And obviously, the name—if you're not initiated—the name transforms. Transformed means that the uh, vehicles themselves transform into not just cars, but boats, planes. And that's it. <laughs> boats and planes. Like so, uh, James Bond-esque. Boats and hose? Yes, exactly. Are I you mean, saying that these cars, they transform so there's more than meets the eye? Uh, Yeah, there definitely would be a little bit more than meets your eye. You're okay. right. You're right. Um, so now here's the thing. I actually, I'm going to go out on a limb. Hot take. Hot take. Oh. Hot take alert. Uh. The game, I actually like it better than Mario Kart. <laughs> what? <laughs> I do. I do. And I, I will tell you why. It is because the racing aspect is actually more like racing than Mario Kart. Mario Kart feels weird. Like, if you compare it to any other racing game, it's mm-hmm. a bit odd the way the physics work and stuff when you power slide you know you have to do that little jump and then start turning 
it, I know it's weight based, but the way that you slide into turns and stuff feels a little bit weird. It's more about like drifting than it is yes. about racing. I yes. guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Which is fine. Uh, but yeah, there's always been kind of that aspect where to me, it's not about how well you race in Mario Kart. It's about the items you get. Uh, yeah. And I, I know like you can take shortcuts and knowing the track helps and all of that, but that's not the stuff I'm good at. I'm good at racing. I'm not good at, <laughs> good at the other stuff. Uh, so I think that's one of the larger reasons why I, I am enjoying this game more than I would, uh, than I typically do Mario Kart. Also it's new. So that's part of it too. I've played a mm. lot of Mario Kart with my son, sure. so that doesn't help either. Uh, but it definitely has its quirks and it, while it's a decent game uh, and in fact, I would say it's actually quite good. It'd be worth uh, a purchase. If you're looking for another cart racer, it's got all, it's got trip drifting around corners. It's got um, the, the cars, planes and, and uh, boats, even the levels themselves transform. You do three laps and throughout the three laps, sometimes every lap is different depending on what uh, course you're going through. But uh, sometimes the road will get blown up by a battleship or aliens or oh, something. Yeah. And so now you're flying and or yeah. um, boating instead of uh, driving on the course that you knew from the lap before. Um, not only those things, but uh, the, it does have some quirks. Like, for instance, the roster is very odd. <laughs> I kind of like it, but it, it, it's really odd. So you've got Sonic the Hedgehog, you got Tails, you got Knuckles. Um, you've got some other Son or um, Sega characters that you might recognize, like um, BD Joe from Crazy Taxi. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. I didn't know. Wow, I didn't know this. Okay. Uh, there's Beat from uh, Radio Jet Set, yep. Radio Future, whatever. Um, then it has like Wreck-It Ralph and Danica Patrick. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I know. Right. Exactly. Um, who else is on there? Wait, seriously? I don't even yeah. see them on the list. So if you, so there are some characters for PC only, uh, I guess. So it has the Shogun, which I don't know what, I don't know what the Shogun's from, but you would know it from. Oh, uh, Ralph from Disney's Wreck-It Ralph. Okay. Yeah, I do see it here. Uh, football manager is my favorite one. He's on PC <laughs> only. But it's literally a dude in a helmet. Like, it's not even a football helmet. It, oh, yeah, uh, Danica Patrick. Yep. Holy cow. The Team Fortress. It's got the Pyro Heavy and the Spy from that game. But that's on PC um, only because I'm looking here. It's on. Yeah. Willemus, which must be from Total War, I'm guessing. Now that I see these are PC only. Yeah, Actually, yeah. a lot of these people are PC only. I see. There's 20. It looks like there's 26 that were on console. Uh, including your me, your me character was on there. Alex Kid, Metal Sonic. Um, your avatar is exclusive to Microsoft uh, Xbox 360. So this is an older game, actually. Um, yeah, at yeah. least on console. So yeah, you'd get your avatar on 360 or me on Nintendo. But yeah, that's this is crazy. <laughs> it's such a weird. weird... <laughs> yeah, it's like uh... a lot from Space Channel Five. Uh, yeah, I.I. Yeah. from Super Monkey Ball, Amigo from Samba de Amigo. Like this is this is nuts. It is. It's such a weird. And you know, I'm. I was kind of surprised there wasn't a Streets of Rage character or something, but clearly they wanted to go with just there's, like. Sega there's a Golden Axe, Gilius Thunderhead from Golden Axe's. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Shinobi, that's, the guy from Shinobi. Joe Musashi. Is yep. That? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know them all by name, so it's kind of funny to see. And I will say, some of the cart 
designs are terrible. For instance, <laughs> the guy, um, there's one guy from, uh, well, I can't remember what he's, Man, I can't find him on here. But basically, oh yeah, that's why because he's a DLC character, Rio Hazuki. Um, he drives an arcade cabinet. <laughs> like <laughs> it literally looks like I think it might be an outrun cabinet that's in front of him. Um, the Shogun guy literally is just the front of his his cart is his face, his helmet. So you have like his helmet on his head, and then a giant, a, a much more uh, larger version of his face on his cart so some of them kind of aren't that great um and there's also a hot wheels copyright and i'm trying to figure out what out of this would have a hot wheels copyright because now it it doesn't even make any sense to me at all that's true yeah ryu has so his when it's a car it's outrun when it's a boat, it's super hang on. And when it's a plane, it's space Harrier. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Cause I, I've never picked him. Yep. But it's like, why, like, why wouldn't it at least be the cabinet for his own game game? Right. <laughs> I know they were like, you get to be a character and that is all. Um, and then another, so it's kind of weird. The character selection, the, um, the carts and everything, it all kind of looks cohesive enough, but just kind of odd. But the, the items that you get aren't from Sega games at all. Not really anyway. Like you get very basic uh, firework as one of them. Uh, Snowballs. For some reason, bees, you can lay these bee traps that fly (laughs) ahead of everybody. And then I mean, bees, bro. (laughs) I know, right? Bees. Uh, (laughs) So it's kind of just weird. It's, it's goofball. It's fun. I like it. It plays really well. It is difficult, but I will say my son has been able to play it and um, the tracks aren't necessarily as difficult as they, as in Mario Kart, because Mario Kart has a lot of hairpin turns, mm-hmm. a lot of rainbow road where you just fall off for, for no good right. reason. Um, this is more, it's just seems faster. There's no real speed setting. It's more about how good the AI is, that type of thing. So it is a little bit more difficult I would say it's probably for five and up as long as your kid is familiar with kart racing games. So what you're saying is he's taking on all challengers. <laughs> yes, he is. Come get some. I'm, I am looking though. So, and I knew this, I knew of this game, but I didn't follow it really at all. As you can tell by base, you tell me who the characters are. I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, this reviewed really well. Um, IGN gave it an eight and a half. Like it has eight and a half nines. 8.7 it's a like, solid game and a lot of the ideas it. are cool yeah it just didn't i guess it didn't sell well but it's got it got solid reviews it's a good one and if you can get it cheap especially on pc it runs fine looks decent enough and and my favorite feature of all it does split screen top and bottom instead of left and right oh my god that is so underrated uh i know i, I hate split screen this way i don't understand it especially in a racing game where you need to see more of the course around you because you can i mean you can see ahead of you well enough mm-hmm. you don't need to see the sky what are you doing yeah figure it out nintendo gosh nintendo don't that's right so yeah it's been a nice uh a nice little kart racing game that i'm not bored with yet nice. <laughs> i'm like mario kart so <laughs> the other so the other speaking of mario kart and switch games and nintendo uh i got this game from the library and it was because I happened to see it in the new releases section, or I think it was new releases, or maybe I was just browsing. I don't know. Um, it's called Layton's Mystery Journey, colon, 
Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy going out there for the longest title ever for a video game. <laughs> um, so it caught my eye because I remember playing for the 3DS, I think. Yeah. Um, the Layton Professor Layton's mm-hmm. Magical Journey, whatever it's called. I don't know. <laughs> no, they all have um, different names, but Magical Journey wasn't any of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure if you go back, Magical Mystery it. Tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I knew, I mean, I remember, uh, so when I was a security guard, I played this game late into the night as I sat there doing nothing because it was just a puzzle game. Uh, yeah. And the puzzles were all very different and uh-huh. intriguing. Things like, it, it's like the um, the sack of grain, chicken and fox in a boat yeah. um, puzzle where you got to yeah. get them all across the river, but you can only take one. They're good uh, stuff. They're, it's a good series. Really underrated. Like, actually, I don't know if it's underrated. I think reviews. I think once again, the series reviews good, but I don't think enough people play it. To yeah, make it they're like a really puzzle good. game. Yeah. Um, but for how much it's a puzzle game with all of those little uh, different puzzles that you get given to you as you progress through the story, it's also kind of a um, I don't want to say novel, but like a you know what I mean. There's a lot to read there. Yes. Um, you're you're going through and you're solving mysteries, and it's not like you're you're never left to try to answer what's going on. It just kind of unveils itself as you do the puzzles and everything. Right. It doesn't ask you to figure out and make conclusions mm-hmm. or anything, uh, which is nice. So it's a very low key, slow game. That's really easy to pause or stop playing in the middle mm-hmm. of it. Just if I have to put it down, kind of makes me wish I had working joy cons. Uh, Cause it would be very good to play handheld since there's no real, uh, you know, fast-paced gameplay yeah um but i'm having fun with it the problem is is i have to be in the mood for it that's Mm. the only problem with puzzle games is like uh sometimes sitting down and doing all of that reading and then getting one of those real mind-bending puzzles and there have already been some difficult ones and somewhere i answered the right question after guessing wrong but i had the wrong conclusion as to why that was the answer and i'm like okay well i got the right answer but that's not the reason i did that but okay yeah you're Um, right but you're still wrong yeah exactly like i'd get half credit if this was school but it's not (laughs) it's like it's like an argument with your wife you could be right but you're still still wrong wrong. that's right and you'll feel bad about it uh (laughs) so yeah i didn't really hear anybody talking about this game no ever um but it's fun and it works your brain in a way that i feel like it's good for me you know it's good to do some puzzles here and there and I missed it because I was pulling it up. Did you did you get this from the library or you bought this? Yeah, I did get it from the library. Library, yep. okay, that makes sense. I'm looking, I'm like, that's the one thing too. I remember with the Professor Layton games. I played a few on the 3DS, but they were always expensive 3DS games. Like for some reason, Professor Layton was always $35 to $40, which is like the high end of 3DS games. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know and that. this one too on Switch is is still 40 bucks on Switch. And I forgot this even came to Switch. Like I remember that this came to um the same game is on 3ds they mm. ported it to switch this it's actually also on mobile if you really if you're a mobile enthusiast wow. you play on your phone that's cool um but yeah i remember the price is always something i was like it's a it's a like you said it's a brain teaser game i was like is that 40 bucks like, and they're they got to be building yeah. off from the technology they already yeah. had because it oh, yeah. doesn't look any different really no no not at all um it does look good i mean obviously hmm. the bump in resolution it looks fine uh the story is interesting because i have no clue what who Catriel was. Apparently it's his daughter from based on the intro sequence where she's having a dream and you see professor Layton in that dream and she's calling him dad, but 
Okay, I, I thought to, it was his niece, but yeah, okay, that still makes sense. I knew she was related, but I didn't know how. They seem to be uh, not in touch with one another. So she opens her own uh, family business under that name. And so people, you know, say, hey, I, I know the name, uh, but I don't know you. So it's her first, as far as I can tell, it's her first outing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's cute, fun, lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Um, until there was murder afoot. And then I was like, say, yeah, except for the murdering. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe my son can't be sitting around while they're discussing all this murder. So Look, yeah, he's missing an eyeball. <laughs> I know. I'm like, how much of this are we going to see? Are we just discussing it? Because I can, I've learned there's so much reading that I'm just, I just tell my son if he's watching, I'm like, all right, so they're talking about this. And then this guy's agreeing to do that as opposed to reading it all through. Like yes. I have been with paper Mario. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, the art style is, is like um shoot, I'm blanking on Studio the, the, Ghibli. Thank you. Yep, that's exactly where I was going. The art style is exactly like that. It looks good. And, and that's yeah. the way it's always been, even with the other games. So yeah, it's always been a good looking series for sure. It's fun. And cool. uh that's it. I'll see if I can snag that at the library too. I keep forgetting about the library. And now with COVID even more so, but I keep forgetting. Just check every once in a while. Yeah. I don't play enough on Switch that it's not like I'm always playing something on the other console. So well, they don't get everything because Pikmin 3 Deluxe isn't there yet, and that made me sad. Well, you know who does have Pikmin 3 Deluxe? <laughs> <laughs> me. Um but Will I only play library. <laughs> no, I, I bought it? that bad boy. Um, oh, baby. Didn't even buy physical, all digital now. So I'm going for. Um so yeah, I, but I only played like ten minutes of it. My wife has been playing it. No surprise there. Uh, but I played the bingo battle. Looks good. Runs good. Like it, it looks uh, slightly bumped up a little bit, like uh, visually from the the Wii U version, which is mm-hmm. is fine because honestly, that is one of the best looking games Nintendo does because the landscape, the water effect, like it is unbelievable what they do. So yeah, uh, there wasn't much room really to improve uh, on it from that uh, landscape. Oh, but does it have ray tracing though? It, I mean, it does. It has reflections off water, and if that's what, if that's what, I've, that's all I've learned. What ray tracing is, it causes reflections and things. Oh so, no, but but there's more though. <laughs> sure, um, reflections and and sun rays. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It looks good, so it's it's fine. Um, my wife's happy. My kids are playing it right. Well, they were when I came downstairs to record. They were playing Bingo Battle, so nice. Uh, everybody's all over it. So that's good. Um, but as I teased last week, Lucas, I did play and sure review did. Watch Dogs Legion. Um, which has gotten some mixed reviews from people. Um, yeah, I've seen it's in the in the news a bit. Yeah, I want I want to see what it's sitting at right now because when I checked it early on, it wasn't that bad, but it might have dropped or gone. What are up. you checking, Metacritic? Yeah, I just want to see what the average thing is. Um, Do they give the they give you a critic score and a user score, right? Two separate ones. Yes. So okay. on, I'm going to use PS4 just because that's the first thing that came on review. So the the critic score has it at 73. Oh, okay. The user score gives it a 46, 4.6 out of 10. So yeah, really essentially a 46. Somebody's I, just mad and review bombing or whatever. That's what I think. So like, I'm going to, I'm going to look at the critic score better. Um, the critic scores is 26 official critics in there so far. 11 have mixed reviews, 15 have positive, no negative reviews. Hmm, okay. So uh, that being said, obviously I played it before day one. So there, there was a patch that's already come out. Um, and to be fair, since that the game is released, I haven't had the game crash once. Um, so uh, some of the reasons people were upset and, and kind of giving it poor reviews was uh, there was a game breaking bug during a certain yeah. mission on the Xbox Series X. 
saw no, that. it's not Series X. Xbox One X. Sorry, Series X isn't out yet. That would <laughs> cause the game just to crash, overheat and crash. I had game crashes, not tied to that. They would just be random. And it often would crash as I was leaving or completing a mission, and then it would go to like a cutscene. For whatever reason, the cutscene just wouldn't load. It'd be a black screen, and then it'd go back to the Xbox menu. That did happen four or five times in my playthrough. Now, that's a lot. It is. Um, but I was enjoying the game enough that it didn't stop me. And okay. it wasn't like I had to replay anything because it was always after I finished a mission. So I, I legitimately missed nothing from this this bug or whatever it was. Um, but I overall, I really enjoy the game. It does do well this whole mechanic of be anybody. They are not joking. You can recruit any person you see in the game um, to your team. Wow. Uh, and uh, people all have uh, different abilities and capabilities. Some are barely useful at all. Some are, some are actually not useful at all, but you could still recruit them if for some reason you wanted to. But I'd get all of those people. <laughs> I mean, like I have people that can sneak up on people and don't trigger, you know, any alert. So they can kind of be like, a, you know, stealth and, and assassinate people from behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have I have the, the advertised mechanical bee woman. I got her yesterday. Um, that she, she has an army of bees that will she'll send out. So once again, bees, bees is the theme tonight. Yeah. Um, but you have those. You can recruit those guys who who are uh, like street performers that look like statues that just stand still. <laughs> yes. So yeah. if you're if you're being if you alerted the police and you're being hunted, your dude can just do that, and the police go right by him. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yes. So it, it's complete lunacy. But I mean, there and like I said, there are some completely ridiculous skills, but there are ones that work very well. Like they have a uh, better drone control, um, specialized spider bots that do different things that the standard ones don't. Uh, their their hacking abilities cool down much quicker than somebody else. Um, if somebody in your team, your squad, uh, gets hurt, they are removed from your team for a set period of time while they're in the hospital. Mm. If you have somebody that works at the hospital or as a paramedic, they come back sooner. Oh. Uh, same thing. If the police catch somebody, you can have a lawyer on your team or a cop, and they get released from jail sooner. So there's this real balance of how you want to develop your team to benefit yourself. So you don't need to recruit everybody. You certainly can, but you can kind of strategize a little bit more and take people you only find use of. Some people are really good at hand-to-hand combat. Some have uh, exclusive guns. Like I have this one guy I've been using for honestly for most of the game who has a silenced machine gun. Hmm. So it, it's it's a lot more useful than the standard like uh, electric like shock gun that they have. That's just a handgun. You know, like 10 bullets. And that's it. Um, he's much more useful to me for that res- uh, aspect. I will say the game is dark. Um, it went places. I really wasn't expecting it to. Uh, I'm not going to get into any explicit details. Cause the game did just come out for people. Uh, mm-hmm. But I will just say that like you played one and part of two. I played all of one and part of two. Yeah. Okay. So two was fairly lighthearted for the most part. It was like, take down this bad corporation. You know, yes, there's some murder and stuff like that. But overall, it wasn't dark. Right. Uh, this starts off, and this isn't a spoiler because this is in the trailer for the game, with a massive multi-location bombing in London. Oh. Like Unabomber style, like packages exploding. Right. And basically, DeadSec is framed for doing it. Mm. So that's the motivation of this thing is DeadSec got completely disbanded, except for like one person who's still around. And she's trying to reunite DeadSec and get London to fight and take back their town because of this bombing. Because this happened, a private like uh, military like police was brought in that had basically now taken over London. So like the police department actually doesn't have any authority. Like this group is running the town. Then you have like the gang who's bad, and then you have other hackers that are that you're competing with too. 
and you're all just trying to find out who actually is responsible for the bombings and you're building your team and just gaining London's faith in you by freeing up the boroughs and kind of helping those people out. So they realize dead sack is actually good. And then they side with you. Mm. Um, but there's like human trafficking. There's organ oh, harvesting oh. on the black market. Like it gets freaking dark. Um, it's very much 2020. The game there's, you know, that militant police thing is very brutal reminiscent of black lives matter there is uh you know rioting there's there's um stuff like that going on in the game too like and it's all just going on all around you which is why i think the game was crashing or maybe is still crashing for some people this atmosphere this world is absolutely alive everywhere um the streets are crowded with people all the time there's tons of traffic then you have the drones flying in the air because uh, the news station uses drones for capturing. You have CTOS is still around, of course. Uh, then you have like cargo drones that are delivering packages. Like it's just stuff is always flying, always driving, and people are always walking. It wow. never stops. Then you have like the big digital screens like in Times Square that are running video. So there's motion everywhere in this game, which is why I think it was having crashing issues. There's just so much going on that maybe the game or the hardware can't, you know, uh, keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um Overall, though, if you're not a Watch Dogs fan, I don't see this game winning you over. It is a little bit of a weird mechanic where because you don't have a set team of characters, it's kind of hard to grow attached to them because you don't have that narrative for them specifically. They're not always the voice. Mm-hmm. Um, it could just be anybody doing the same thing. Like whoever you have running that mission is now the main person in the game. That part so kind of reminds me of that zombie game. Uh, it's on game State of Decay. That's kind of how that whole yes. ran, where you had that those groups of people. Some had like little story things, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it was just whoever you chose, and off you go. And yep, yep. And then, like when you recruit each person, there's like a little story bit and how you got to win them over and what they're dealing with and why they want to join DeadSec. So you do get some narrative for those people, but like overall, as as you're playing like the same guy throughout most of this game, if you like a certain character, mm-hmm. like you don't get their story and their main drive other than like, yeah, we got to get rid of this we got to find out who did this. Like, there's just no connection. Like you have like Marcus, you have, um, you know, wrench, you have, uh, Aiden Pierce, even though people don't like him, like Aiden Pierce had a motivation. He had an entire story arc for what he was doing. Uh, yeah. T-bone, same thing. Like they have, the, you don't get that because these people are just part of the uprising. Like the uprising is really the story. So you lose a little bit of that connection. So that's the one thing I do miss in this. Mm. Um, but other than that, like if you're not a Watch Dogs fan, this isn't going to win you over. But if you are a Watch Dogs fan, I think you'll still enjoy it other than maybe just a slight part. But I think the story is is really good. It's just you don't connect with it on the personal character level as you do as more more overalls. You just got to consider DeadSec as a whole as a character. And that's kind of how you get your arc, just not each individual person per se. Gotcha. But yeah, it's good. There's a lot of espionage, a lot of whodunit. I mean, the characters are really ranged from like a mechanic to uh, a MI6 agent. Like you get people of all different walks of life that have different abilities that others don't. Um, and it's a lot of fun. So I am looking forward to the DLC content to get that story, get Aiden Pearson game, uh, mm-hmm. get Wrench and those other ones they promised us coming through the assassin and then like uh, some super powered person. Um, I'm excited to see those because they will have more story bits. And I think those that'll help. That'll be more of what I'm looking for to connect with that person. So looking forward to that. But yeah, it definitely doesn't deserve the 4.6 that people are user bombing it for right now. I could see people putting it at the mid seventies to eight. And that's kind of, I think I had it. I actually forget if I had an eight or eight and a half part of it for sure is me being biased as a watchdogs fan. I, I tried to move it as much as possible and I dinged it for what I thought was appropriate, but it probably got a half a point bump just because I love it that much. So yeah, I yeah. think between a 75 to 85 is really the accurate range of where it should be. It's not 
drop everything and play this game, but it's definitely a game worth playing, I think. And I, I'm really excited to see how it runs on next gen as well, uh, which won't happen at launch of next gen, but it's like a couple weeks after, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So people will be able to see that soon enough. And I'm going to revisit the game once I'm able to do that too, and kind of see uh, how much it's improved. But yeah. Um, nice. Other than that, the, the next thing I'm playing, I do have another review game already. Wasn't planning on it. Oh, Sam. And I'm not sure if I can say, I, I, I responded to the embargo saying, you know, I accept. And in the rules, didn't say I couldn't say I wasn't playing it. They just said I couldn't stream it and I can't write about it till a certain time. So I, I'm going to try and get around it a little bit. Kind of like what I did with Watch Dogs, but a little more sneaky, Lucas. Mm-hmm. I am playing Arachnid Humanoid Kilometer Sanchez. <laughs> Arachnid Humanoid Kilometer Sanchez? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I'm bad at these things. <laughs> so Arachnid Human should be easy. Oh, yeah. Dirt. Okay. And kilometer. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and Sanchez. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm playing that, and I'll be able to talk about it. Um, when do we record again? Uh, yeah. I, mm, I can talk about it next time we record. We just, it won't be published after that anyway, so I'll be good. Because um, I, yeah. I, my review can't be before next Friday. Uh, but our show will be out after that, so I'm good. I can talk about it then. Nice. Um, but, yes, I am playing that now. Um, and uh, excited for that to get into that. But uh, played you. played like a half an hour of that, and that's it so far. Paying off. It is. It all is. The work, all the work you do, the fine work you do. I'm staying busy. I'm staying busy. And free games help. Not going to complain there. But enough from us, Lucas. It's time yeah. to hear from the folks at home. So it's time to check out the messages. Message for you, sir. First one comes in from Donnie, the boss man himself. Speaking of watchdogs with some of the reception that watchdogs legions is getting and haven't beaten and reviewed the game yourself. What do you see for the future of watchdog franchise? Will we keep getting more watchdogs like we do with games like far cry or assassin's creed, or is it time for them to try something else with that team? Perhaps revive something like splinter cell. So I, I know you can't comment on the legion part, Lucas, but I'd still like you to give some insight if you think as to, what they should do going forward. I'll, I'll go first to give you time to think. So I know we sure. got a little bit off guard. Um, I do agree. And this isn't because of the reception of Watch Dogs Legion. I don't know where they take the story from here. Um, they jumped the, the shark a little bit here. So Watch Dogs 1, Watch Dogs 2. Well, yes, it was futuristic tech that we don't have yet. It was still in the realm of reality. Yeah. Watch Dogs Legion kind of goes a little out, out outside that realm a little too far um so if they keep going that route they can keep doing games like that but i feel like it'd be very samey um i'd almost like if they peel it back a little bit somehow um so i don't know what they do there i would like for them to keep doing because i feel like it is different enough from i think the closest thing to this really is assassin's creed i think it's the close i think it's different enough from assassin's creed that it's worth keeping going as a series um, but I think in reality, what they did here and what they're kind of going to toward if they keep doing this is we all talk about how we want to see that futuristic Assassin's Creed, that, that glimpses of that world that's actually outside the Animus. Yeah. I feel like Watch Dogs is that world. Like it's <laughs> getting there. Like it will converge at some point. Yeah. So I think that that's really what we're playing when we're doing Watch Dogs is them testing out that theory. Now, I'm not saying it's in the same universe, but it, it seems like Watch Dogs is really going that that way, that it could do something like that where it ends up being ultra-futuristic, which 
okay if you want to do that. But I liked it being grounded and centered in reality a little bit. Um, as far as the technology, the story, it, 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 it as dark as it is, we've all experienced and saw bombings and terrorist attacks, and we know human trafficking is a major world issue. Like that, that stuff is real. We don't necessarily want to hear about it, talk about it, see it in the news every day, but it's there. So I'm fine with that narrative. Just technology got a little too crazy and the capabilities were a little too out there. Um, but yeah, I, I I would like this team to keep doing it. However, I would really like somebody to do Splinter Cell again, but I don't want it to be at the expense of Watch Dogs because I like Watch Dogs better. Yeah, I think, I don't know, maybe they take a, a little bit of, of a break and go do something else because once you have the uh, Watch Dogs Legion and you can play as anybody, you know, how do you... How do you come back from that? You got to create, you got to go back to characters, right? You got to hope so. Another narrative. And like you said, you they kind of wrote themselves into a corner as far as I know, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to take some finagling of what you define watchdogs as mm-hmm. to create another story. I kind of look at it as grand theft auto. Um, yeah but with a theme. And so when you have that narrative or when you still have that overlying theme, it's kind of like you got to take a breather and figure out how you can reincorporate or reimagine that theme in a, in a different way so that it does feel fresh. Cause like you said, otherwise it will feel samey. And um, I mean, if this is good enough to get a seven and eight, depending on who you are, I, I think that'll float it along long enough, you know, until probably mid I want to say like mid life cycle of next gen. Yeah. I mean, take another what four or five years and then make another one. Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. Cause you look even with watchdogs Two didn't sell as big as I think they thought it was going to, but it was such a cult following and it was a well-reviewed game that I think people were still interested enough to make it worth their while. Then Ubisoft does enough games and they have a variety of games out there that I don't see them getting rid of something if it's, if it's selling and reviewing well enough, you know? Yeah. I think they learned their lesson to start taking breaks with franchises and giving yes. breathers. So I think so. I don't think we'll hear from watchdogs for a while. I agree. Um, that ninja dev Lucas, how many McRibs will each of us be partaking in this McRib season? Now that they're going to be available nationwide. If you say zero, all of your electronics will fail to work. Hashtag prime question. McRibs, man, you hurt me. You hurt me bad. I've tried. I tried my first one uh, fairly recently. I think it was last year, two years ago, something like that. Whatever it was, um, I didn't like it that much, to be honest with you. It was just mystery meat and barbecue sauce on a bun. It was very dry. Mm. I, I don't know. I, now I will. I will. I will. Why I will try it again is because I can mark it down to. Perhaps the person making the sandwich just wasn't feeling it that way. It's fast food. It's not great food. I Mm -hmm. mean, I'll give it another go, but I need to have like, here's the best. I need, I need the um, commercial version of of the sandwich where the barbecue sauce is actually dripping over the side. And, you know, so I will give it another shot and I will post my my thoughts if i if i do so i mean we go to mcdonald's enough that i i will have a chance to <laughs> well i mean we got that meal coming um it's <laughs> true so i don't think i've ever had a mcrib so dev i i promise you i will try one we should try it together. we should try it on air show yeah <laughs> all, right. all right this is what we're gonna do lucas okay uh guys listening 
Lucas already knows this. We're going to start going live on Twitch soon. I what? No, I'm in, just may, maybe in the next couple weeks, even. Yeah. Um, let's do a McRib eating at the beginning of an episode once we hit <laughs> Twitch so that people can see it as well. Well, yeah. And then they'll be able to say, well, you definitely got a that's a bad sandwich compared to what you would normally get. Mm-hmm. We can get some feedback, mm-hmm. live taste testing, you know. All right. We're going to do it. I like it. If we can pair it up with one of those holiday pies, I think we're really talking even better. Oh my gosh, yeah, and a Let's shake. <laughs> All right, yeah, there you go. We're, we're gonna food. do it. We're gonna do it just for you. I've literally had no interest in a McRib. Now I'm intrigued. Although I find it weird, we're eating ribs, but there's no bone. I mean, they whatever they whatever they use to make this disgusting Plato-esque rib. Their animals have no bones. Facsimile. <laughs> well, no, they just take the bone, grind it up. Oh, okay. And then they put it inside. The, it's what holds it all together. But they do actually sculpt out the 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 rib, if I remember correctly, in the meat patty. Okay. Doesn't it just sound delicious when you break it down? It like does. That? It does. But we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We promise, Dev. We'll do it. Um. So yes, thank you everybody for those questions. As always, you can let us know in the Discord because we'll ask you, and then we'll berate you if people don't respond. So gosh darn it, people just respond when we ask, and then we won't bother you anymore after that. We, we, you give us the material so we can make the jokey jokes and make the show better for you. We're only so creative. We can make it funny, but we can't come up with the concept. We're like improv. It's true. We need the audience's help. Mm-hmm. Audience participation is key. So reach out to us on the Discord or tweet us at PSVG Kevin, and I will make sure we answer it on the show. And perhaps we'll end up doing more live taste testings because of this. We might have opened up a bad floodgate here lucas but oh that reminded me we never did get banana milk because we were going to do it for the house oh my god <laughs> taste test number two but we gotta, i gotta we gotta see if we can find banana milk i i don't know it's the last i saw it was still on amazon you just have to get it it comes over from uk so it'd take a while it's so crazy okay we'll have to we'll put a pin in that one folks we'll do it but yes you're right we need to make a note here <laughs> put it up there with the songs banana milk um <laughs> All right, so news. <laughs> Lucas, it's been a week. It sure has. It sure has. It definitely has been an episode already. So it's time to check out the news of the week. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite news outlet on the Citadel. Let's get into it, as I kind of gave it away last time. Cyberpunk. Yeah. You know how we were all excited about that game coming out, Lucas? Mm, yeah and you know it was delayed before oh yeah and then it was delayed again yeah and then it went gold oh yes it's coming out soon and then it was delayed again oh now we're looking at december 10th uh to which the internet does what the internet does and became outrage um well see here's the problem with that that's like now you can't buy it for yourself you have to ask for it for Christmas or else people are going to be like, why'd you buy that game? It's almost oh, Christmas. You're, that's a great point, Lucas. I could have bought that for you. And I always have a fine line to dance between that because my birthday is uh, November 11th. So everything for me is at the end of the year. So I dance a fine line. I was like, well, if people give you money for your birthday in no- mid-November and you spend it, even though it's still your birthday present, like, oh, what am I supposed to get you for Christmas now? <laughs> you As if it's like your fault. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Well, you're the one who gave me the check for my birthday. What do you want me to save it? I thought you were going to buy a bond. A war bond. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cyberpunk, delayed again. 
you know, they're obviously in the crunch, which we talked about before uh, the mandatory uh, six day work days, but still only eight hours. I believe it was nothing more than that. At least that was advertised uh, publicly. Um, but the game went gold. They said, Hey, it's going gold. And somebody even tweeted at cyberpunk to say, Hey, you know, this has been bounced back and forth before I take this day off of work. Can you promise me definitively guarantee that this game is coming out? And cyberpunk responded full confirmation. The very next day is when they said the game is not coming out till December 10th. Oh my. Um, now let's, I'm going to come back and we're, we're going to come back and defend him a little bit. Uh, this game is launching on nine platforms. <laughs> so uh, we have, let's see if we can count them out. I'm trying to think. Of, so PS4, PS5, Xbox. Oh, so wait, Xbox One X, Xbox One S, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, PC, Stadia, Stadia. What the heck's the ninth one? Oh, PS4 Pro. The other PS, PS4. Dang. So, Yes. That's that's not an easy feat to do. And we, we haven't seen so a lot of these other games that are coming out during this time period are like, oh, it was released on PS4 and we're just smart delivering the PS5 version. They're not launching in retail saying it's available on all these platforms. Right. Uh, it's still like these ones that are getting smart delivery are like, no, it's you bought the PS4 version and now you're getting the upgrade. Um stuff like that. So I, I can I understand that. Um my issue and this will tie directly into Garrett's question. So we'll get to that. Garrett says, now that Cyberpunk has been delayed once again, do we need to throw away the term gone gold? So this phrase, if you're not familiar, is when a publisher and developer come out and say, hey, the game's gone gold, means the final version of the game was sent to the company who actually manufactures the disc. And it's been submitted to the online eShops. Uh, so the Microsoft Store, the PSN Network, like all stuff. It's been sent. That is typically when they... St- not stop working because obviously they work on day one patches, things of that nature. But that means this game is coming out. We've done what we're going to do. Yeah. And everything else is going to be these smaller patches and stuff like that. Let's work out some bugs. Let's enhance some textures, uh, things of that nature. Nothing major is going on after that point as far as developing the game. They came out and said they're gone gold. And that's why people are like, well, is this really the last time? Like, yep, it's gone gold. You, you don't see games get delayed after it's gone gold. That means it's ready. This game did that. Um, I don't think the term gone gold should go away. Uh, and I don't think that this is going to be, a, I hope this isn't going to be a common thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, you really don't say you're gone gold until you're ready to come out. Uh, this is a weird thing. I don't, I don't know if this has happened any other time before where a company has publicly said they've gone gold. And I know that's a newer thing. That's not something that was done in like the days of the SNES and Genesis where people are like, Oh, this game's gone gold. It's like, no, it just was in the store when it was, when it was released. Like that's how it worked. Um, but yeah, this is a little, little disheartening, man. It's a little sad to see that. It's like we've seen games get delayed, uh, especially this year, which is completely, again, completely understandable. We've we've seen this a lot. This game has been in the works for a very long time, mm-hmm. uh, five years, I think, right? So almost just as long as Halo has been in the works, Halo Infinite's been in the works. But Halo Infinite only said their release date once, and even then, it didn't even say a release date. It said they're going to launch alongside the Xbox uh, launch window. Or day, uh, maybe it was day one, but for a long time, we didn't know what that date was until they said it. And the same day they gave us the date, they said Halo was not going to make it out then. Um, so it's been delayed once. Mm-hmm. And this game has been delayed three times publicly and went gold, but still got delayed. Like, that's a weird thing we don't want to see. So hopefully that trend does not stick around. But I don't think the term needs to go away. I just, I really wonder why. Like, that. that's, I guess that's my biggest thing. Is I wonder why the delay then. Because if it's gone gold, unless they discovered something 
like really well, bad after it went gold. I don't know what the delay is. I was reading in another article that apparently what they told their shareholders or uh, whatever, the board people, it was that they found out that they needed to do more work on the uh, current generation console versions. I don't know why. I don't know how that works, but mm. apparently those are what were holding them back uh, or pointed the finger at those versions and said that they need to do some more optimization for those, which I guess if you're, if you're designing it with next gen in mind and then retroactively trying to get it to run on older hardware, maybe that's true. I mean, I would rather have a better next gen experience than a, than a game that's been held back because it had to be on oh, yeah. platforms. Totally. Um, I, got, would, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I agree totally with that sentiment. Like, I don't want them holding back a game so it runs on everything. I agree. But we've how many times have we seen games that are coming out on every platform and the Switch version gets delayed? Yeah. It yeah, still comes I, out. I, it, you, it, know, you have new consoles launching, and this was supposed to be a game that everyone's like, I'm going to play this on the next-gen console. And yeah, you're still going to, but now it's a month later because they want to work on the old consoles? Like, what? Yeah, that it, it's a... Well, and... It speaks, I think, to their thoughts that this game is so big that they don't want to release it anywhere first because they don't want it to get ruined by mm. like, oh, the people with PS4 Pro get to play it. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, or the people probably more likely, because I, I think in that same article, it said the PC version is already set to go. Like it works fine. They could yeah. it right now. But if they did, that means people are watching it on youtube and ruining the story for themselves which is on the other people i mean that's true it's not really a reason to do it but i think they are so committed to making sure that anyone gets to experience this all at the same time that potentially that uh they would rather delay all of the versions hmm. which is huge yeah, I mean, and to continue along with the with the crunch, now you imagine because of this delay that that crunch is going to go on longer than they said, and possibly worse conditions that they said. Like it may not be just those eight hour days we were talking about before, where it's like, oh, yeah, it sucks, but it's you know at least you're not working twelve hours a day. Well, maybe they are now. <laughs> but the other thing, and this is you know, Jason Schreier has been getting you know raked across the coals because he's always kind of the guy to talk about crunch and bad workplace information. Like that's kind of his thing. Yeah. Um, and he's been following this very closely about all the things he confirmed though. And this is what's kind of a little shady that the developers were also taken by surprise. An internal company email declaring the new launch date was sent simultaneously with the public's tweet announcing the delay. So the people that were actually working on the game found out the same time the internet found out that the game was being pushed back. Whoa, that's not good. And that's why I'm kind of like, is it really because the the last gen version, like I don't I don't know, like I really don't know. Oh, like that's just what they can. Because if the developers were like it's all set, and then they're told it's labeled, then the developers are like, but why? We're, we're we're done, or we're working on something. Like I don't There's know. A project it, it, manager here that's going to get fired after this. Yeah, probably, right. probably. Um, and then we may never find out the real reasons or the real story. If there is more to it, maybe maybe there's not. I don't know. But it's just been really weirdly managed this entire time. Like this is real. Just like you said, somebody's head's going to be on the line here. Like not saying the game the game's not going to fail. It, we're not going to see any issues with this. The game is still going to sell gangbusters. I'm confident the game still should be good. I don't think there's any risk with that there. You know, and this certainly doesn't affect that at all. But I'm wondering if just because the way it's being handled and managed, not necessarily the game development, but just the overall project that somebody's going to be in, in doo-doo. 
Yeah, it's kind of like you never I'm in, in pretty much any creative endeavor, you never stop working on something. You, yeah. You or you never complete something. You just stop working on it. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean to say, um, they could work on this forever, probably. Uh, Look at the Stardew Valley guy. He's still putting out updates on Stardew Valley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, they could probably work on it and polish it and polish it and polish it forever. But at some point, you got to let it go. And maybe there's something like you said somewhere back there. Some guy higher up or girl higher up and is mm. saying, "No, we. I don't want to put this out yet." And I have the power to say, stop the presses. <laughs> We're going yeah. to shine the turds some more. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, <laughs> there's actual turd. turds in the game. Um, <laughs> Ray Trace yeah. turds. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like you said, it, at the end of the day, it's going to be, I don't see how it can fail, honestly, at this point. If it was bad, they would have just released it. Um you know, you know when you have something bad. So at the end of the day, we're just going to be all laughing about. Haha, remember when this game got delayed yeah. four times or three times or whatever? And uh, I will be forgiven because the game will be good. Now, if it sucks, then they're screwed. But yeah, that's kind of that's what I'm genuinely afraid of. Is that what if it's bad after all? Right, right. That's kind of what I'm like. They did so well with Witcher three, and, and keep in mind, I acknowledge Witcher three is a huge success. I, and I mean, you and I both talk about, I haven't made it that far in that game. Yeah. And nothing compels me to move forward. Now the subject matter of this is more attractive to me. So I think this is more motivation for me to play, but if it, if it really is the Witcher, just sci-fi and like the pacing is the same and stuff like that, it may not grab me. I don't know. I'm hoping it does, but you don't know. Yeah. There were times to live up to. There was a point in Witcher three where I spent so much time talking to people in town that I kind of forgot I was a witcher that hunted monsters. <laughs> I was just like, what is going on? I'm just talking to people. That's what, that's when I realized why I felt like I was making myself play the game. Mm-hmm. And so I started, you know, doing other things outside where I got to actually hunt monsters. Mm-hmm. So if, yeah, if that is the case here too, and they didn't, kind of figure out a pacing where you're not just saying here's everything you can do mm-hmm. all at once. Then, I mean, there's a reason GTA gave you like two or three yeah. uh, waypoints to go to, and that mm-hmm. was it. And then you had to keep, you know, continue on with the story. So yeah. no, now keep in mind, we're the minority here. Cause both of us, you know, lots of people love Witcher. So it's not, it, it's not an I issue mean, with the game. It it's just an issue with us yeah. liking the game. That's yeah. Kind of it yeah. It's not, it's not them. It's us. Yes. That's a common theme in the show. Apparently we talked about that last week too. Anyway, what you got, what you got? For uh, well, if it would have made you feel better, uh, I talked about playing wasteland three a little bit. Yes. And, uh, so ha- seeing this in the news pretty far after it's been released, it's been released out into the ether. It's, you know, whatever it's old game is old now. Right. Um, here's the funny part though. So the game does have like any good RPG. There are kind of stand-ins for, addictive substances that we may or may not have in the real world. Mm -hmm. And they usually give you ridiculous stat boosts that don't really work that way in the real world either. Um, But it's fun. It's all in good fun, whatever. It's just a video game. Well, wasteland three, apparently uh, as the, as this article writes a game with swearing parrots, cyborg chickens, a goat cannon, and lots of other perfectly sensible post-apocalyptic phenomena, all of which I have yet to get to, unfortunately. So spoilers, I guess. Uh, (laughs) sorry. Um, apparently it was also going to be a game that featured a product known as Rocky mountain moose grass, which 
I just love saying that. T- try it, Kevin. Just let it roll off the tongue. Rocky Mountain Moosegrass. Doesn't that feel good? It does. Rocky Mountain Moosegrass instead of Rocky Mountain High. That's the song. Rocky Mountain Moosegrass. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, so it's basically marijuana. Mm, sorry, kids, but that's what it was. Uh, no big deal, right? But apparently Australia says no, no, no. We cannot have the Australian, the, the Australian, the Rocky Mountain Moose Pass <laughs> in our games. Uh, which to me, it's kind of like you change the name. That should be enough, right? I mean, you can smoke pretty much anything. So why like they smoke tobacco and they just call it tobacco leaves that? Like it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't know how obvious it was, but apparently the Australian Cla- Classification Board's annual report lifted the lid on why Wasteland Three was refused classification there and then was granted an r18 plus rating which was all the way back in february which i didn't even know that had happened i don't think so i i don't remember that either no um but yeah in an early build you could smoke rocky mountain moongrass for a temporary skill buff and uh apparently australia in australia they're not allowed to depict depict express or otherwise deal with matters of sex drug misuse or addiction crime cruelty violence or revolting or abhorrent phenomena in such a way that they offend against the standards of morality decency and proprietary generally accepted by reasonable adults to the extent that they should not be classified so does australia just like not have tv because <laughs> right exactly um they actually go on they do say that apparently from what I understand, they basically copy and pasted their movie uh, rules to the video game standards uh, or something like that. So they're going to um, separate those or make a, a special case for video games and kind of change uh, those rules. But it seems pretty strict to me, especially to just remove it from the entire game. Oh, they- everybody. So they wanted to have the same classification as films. Oh, okay. So I had it backwards. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was confused. I'm like, so they can't have it in movies either, but no, it, they can. I was like, okay. Yeah. But I'm like, so the, have they not seen an episode of like the Sopranos? Right. So it makes it or seem like, even weirder that they would allow it in movies except video games. Yeah. So, all right. Let's say they put it under the same thing as movies. It's still fine. Like, okay, great. Then that, that's where it should be. But like TV shows, Dexter, Sopranos, Breaking Bad. <laughs> they do all like, of those. They had none of those? Like, those are TV yeah. shows. They're not... Mo- I mean, that's a genuine question. I really don't know. Yeah, it must be TV. It's got to be TV and film, or they just don't have it there. I, I, I'm i not familiar with Australia's television programming, but I'd have to... If imagine. anybody is listening from Australia, please <laughs> let us... In the, well, number one, good day, mate. And then two, <laughs> put a shrimp on the Barbie. Three, reach out to Lucas and let us know what the deal is, because... This seems weird to me. I thought um, other yeah. countries like Germany had some pretty strict uh, things about violence and this type of thing, but this seems way Germany more gets mad about the Nazi stuff, which is kind of ironic, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a 50 50 thing here, okay? You were kind of <laughs> at fault, too. Yeah. Listen, we did some stuff, you did some stuff. I get it, but. <laughs> We can all move on and just laugh about it now, right? Right. right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. it's no more Rocky Mountain moosegrass for you, Kevin. That's it's because I got high. Because I got <laughs> high. 
Anyway, um, so Lucas, Spider-Man Miles Morales, a game you might have heard of. Not sure. Um, I thought it was called Arachnid. No, different game. I I never said that. I never said that. I said I was playing this other game. Got you. That's the Unity version that some guy's making in his basement. I think that's the Stadia version. (laughs) Oh, shot fired. Anyway. They announced today, actually, as, as we're recording this, another uh, suit uh, being added. As we know, the first Spider-Man game featured lots of different suits. Uh, they'd give Peter Parker different perks depending on what they were, like, you know, maybe electric powers or uh, be able to swing farther, you know, extra gadgets, more damage, whatever the case is, right? Regular Jutsu Raya is what it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, Miles Morales has one, and this is pretty darn cool. Now, it, it's not a shocker to me that it's here. But it is very cool because uh, they did something similar in the last Spider-Man. And basically, the Miles Morales suit from in- Into the Spider-Verse oh, yeah, is yeah, there. Yeah. And awesome. it then will change it so that he's animated. So not like as 3D rendered as it is and polished as it is in the regular game. It will yeah. actually make it look animated, including the thwit, no. the thwit oh, bubbles okay. and oh, the punch okay. and pow. What were you going to say? He doesn't run at like 14 frames per second like he does in the movie, though, does he? Oh, I hope not. I don't think so. That would be awful. Oh my God, it does. It does. Uh, I should have read this whole thing. Miles actually moves at a lower frame rate when wearing no. the suit than in the rest of the game, which is a great nod to a similar animation technique used well, really in the Spider-Man. So it's actually not that bad, but okay. my goodness. Oh, that's hilarious. It <laughs> actually uh, looks really cool, surprisingly. Wait, if you're worried about this affecting your gameplay, Insomniac Games community director James Stevenson explained on Twitter shortly after the reveal that the adjusted frame rate is a suit mod that can be deactivated at any time. So you can play with that suit and not have that mod. So so you... you I mean, you remember because you played this way. Yeah. You have the suit and then you can put the different mods and gadgets on. That's still in this game as well. So that's a mod to slow down the frames. You can take that off, still look the same, but run properly. That's that good. I feel better about that. <laughs> I cannot believe that generally shocked me. Wow. Good on them. Hand claps. I mean, they're just, they're just going for a full authentic view, uh, but it is very cool looking uh, in game to see it like that uh, versus, Oh yeah. I am watching the video now too. That's kind of cool, man. I don't know. Really? I don't think I can play the game like that, but it's very cool to see just yeah. being done. Um, but yeah, it's just another cool nod and a cool thing to do with the Spider-Man game that uh, I think a lot of people are excited about. I, I know miles isn't as widespreadly known, amongst the casual spider fans but he is a very cool character and it's it's really cool to see him get the spotlight like this is for kids and and we're gonna step out of our white privilege box here for a minute here lucas just for just for a minute then we'll get right back to it um this is a big deal uh he's he's a hispanic african-american superhero and He's he's a kid just like Peter Parker. It, well, was, um, and it's it's cool to see him take on this role and explore this challenge. It's it's a very big deal to have this playable in the game. I think it's much like Black Panther hitting the big screen. Like it, it gives kids a role model, something to go for. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very very excited for this game. And this is just another cool nod that the the people who work uh, on this uh, Insomniac Games spends a lot of time researching doing the little things that really matter in these games these little nods and they do it very well so yeah i'm excited yeah. for this it's not like cd project where it's just gonna keep delaying it <laughs> man i mean what <laughs> well you don't know this game hasn't gone gold yet so it might uh, get delayed still well i mean I-, I know arachnid humanoid is playable right now so it's it's not getting delayed yeah, yeah. It's funny how games come out sometimes, like when they're intended to. 
<laughs> I know it's a weird thing, folks, but sometimes it happens. It does. You know what else is? Uh, you know what's not a, a great nod to to anything really. <laughs> don't nod. That's <laughs> yes. that works in those yeah, uh, Life is Strange games. Don't nod at this. Um, do you remember when people were joking that the Xbox Series X looks like a refrigerator? <laughs> yes. Well, guess what? They made it into they being Microsoft made it into a refrigerator, a legitimate, actual. Uh, the type of refrigerator you'd put your beer in, you know, and then put it yeah. down in your, your cave, uh, that type of refrigerator, but it's not just, you know, I mean, it's basically a one-to-one or not a one-to-one, but, a a complete recreation of the Xbox. It's even got the grill thing on the top. Yep. It's got it all. It's got a CD, uh, slot, slot. where you'd put the, be funny if they well i guess it's a handle it's the handle yeah you put your hand in that pull it out yeah they made you can win this yes want to win this is the real question i i answered dude how cool like right there right there i mean yes and it's green when you open it and uh when you open the Mm -hmm. the fridge uh, you know who else uh, has one you know who else has one who snoop oh yeah he does they sent it Mm -hmm. to him didn't they so just saying okay well you you know you 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 is it a work is it a working xbox now that would blow my mind <laughs> if you could then plug it into your monitor or just yes. and it has a tv inside of it in fact almost cannot even be used as a fridge by that point <laughs> it's filled with technology uh mountain dew it's got a mountain dew dispenser but if the tv's inside the fridge that means you have to leave the fridge open all the time or you have to be inside the fridge to play it and we all know in that very infamous episode of Punky Brewster, you don't keep the refrigerator doors in the refrigerator when you throw them away because your your best friend may climb inside and then almost die while playing a game of hide and seek. After school special. Never forget. You know what? That's cold, Kevin. That's real cold. <laughs> I don't know, man. I kind of like it. I kind of hate it. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I mean, it's it's just a giveaway. So, like, I think that's okay. If they were actually like yeah. legit trying to sell this, but they did, they did tweet out somebody from Microsoft did tweet out saying, Hey, if we made a mini fridge version of this, would you all be interested? And in I think the internet was kind of like, yeah, I think there's enough people who have, who are on stream who would want this in the background. Yeah. Honestly, I really do. Um, all I can think of is how hard is it going to be to clean out each and every single one of those little grill holes at the top of the, of the refrigerator you're like clean what are you talking about I was like, who cleans the top of their fridge i just put stuff up there so i don't need to well don't do that it'll overheat <laughs> can you lay your fridge horizontally <laughs> that would make donnie real mad if you turn the fridge oh my gosh that's not how it's supposed to be uh you could use it as a doorstop too actually so that would work <laughs> stop the door that you're legitimately trying to open yeah okay so now here's how you up the ante though PlayStation Sony needs to come out with a fridge that is also modeled after the PlayStation mm-hmm. five, but instead of being a mini fridge, obviously it would have to be a full size fridge with freezer. Right. Cause then we can have the size comparisons and everything. Mm-hmm. Get with it. Get I with got it. two corners in my room. Just saying I can put one on one side, one on the other. It's fine. Nice. Although I don't know the, the PlayStation one might go through the roof. Cause it's gotta be, if it's gotta be to scale, Based on that, it's going to be like a 12-foot tall refrigerator compared to the Microsoft one that's normal size. Well, they'll make it ridiculous. They'll make it discless, so that way they save like four inches on the refrigerator. 
if you're if you're what less you say four inches disc less oh <laughs> hard c <laughs> disc <laughs> All right, Lucas, what do you say we get out of here? Let's get out of here. We're dancing around that teen rating. (laughs) Australia's like, nope, send it back. (laughs) No podcast for you. We refuse to rate it. Um, Lucas, where can people find you in the interwebs? Oh, yes. Uh, I do a show called Flux Deposed every Mm -hmm. Tuesday night. We live stream it just like we're going to be live streaming this right here. Wouldn't you have liked to see us giggle like little schoolboys? as we talk about the size of our refrigerators, uh, check us out. Fluxpost.com slash Fluxpost. Um, I'm also on Twitter at heavy metal underscore rip. And of course, floating around on them discords, baby getting up in all them rooms. And make sure you tweet at Lucas to change his Twitter handle. To heavy metal <laughs> underscore riff. Yeah, tweet, at that, tweet at that ridiculous name and say, Lucas, fine, fine. There's nothing riffing. There's nothing heavy metal about you. You're wearing a Luigi hat. I, I have a metal while you I podcast. Have, I have a metal you, Spotify playlist. You are you are the opposite of metal right now. I would ask. That's true. I'm not even wearing black eyeliner. Um, I would ask for suggestions, but I don't even want to know what those would be because that's no. just opening the door to. No. So if you have a legitimate suggestion, I'd be happy to hear it. And you could donate fifty dollars to my extra life campaign, and we will change Lucas's Twitter handle. <laughs> not, not a real contest, everybody. Not a real thing. Not a real thing. Um, you can follow me at PSVG Kevin. You can follow the network at PSVG. Head on over to PSVG.blog for links to all the cool things the entire network does, including all the other shows such as Nintendo Shack, Xbox Empire, Board with Video Games, PlayStation Experience, and of course the best one, the one you're listening to right now. That's how you know. That's how you know it's the best. So thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for hopefully telling a friend. But most important, as always, we ask that you never stop bees. Oh, God, it hurts. This has been a PSVG production. Any music, sound effects, or the like is owned by their respective copyright holders. No infringement is intended. The views expressed in this production are those of the individual contributor and may not necessarily reflect PSVG. This production may not be repurposed, reused, or redistributed without the express written consent of PSVG. PSVG is powered by patrons at patreon.com PSVG. Become a patron to get special perks, including access to exclusive content.